So since you want to do things your damn way, we're going to do shit our way. We get ready to go upstairs and go to sleep while you clean up all this shit for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you. But guess what? This shit ain't fair that we couldn't even get a decent thing of macaroni cheese. We got to wait to go back to Goose for Auntie Karen to make us some damn macaroni and damn cheese. Because you decided to do some bullshit you didn't see off the damn internet. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. You experiment by your damn self. Before. Hell, don't try it with us. We don't want that shit. Auntie Karen gave you the damn recipe, but you chose to do shit on your own. Messed our shit up. To any American doctor, and these are not difficult questions. Question number one, do you drink? I get the perfectly acceptable Irish answer of, not really. <laughs> what? It's a yes or no. Uh, Oh, oh, well then no, then no, yeah, yeah, no, no, compared to my friends, no. We all know that's true, it's not an A or B answer, it's relative to these fucking idiots that you hang around with. And those men ridicule my drinking at every opportunity. She's like, so when, when, when would you drink? When do you, when do you drink? I said, well, I'd never, I wouldn't, like I don't. I, 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 I do, but like I wouldn't, I'm not. You couldn't put me in the category, uh, I, I, like when I'm going, when, no, listen, here. To be totally honest with you, on, on my oath, Doc, seriously, look at me. I don't, I would never, I never just drink. I never do that. I will occasionally drink drink, but I'll never just drink. The beautiful part about this moment here is all of you know exactly <laughs> what that means. But the term drink drinking is not used at the Mayo Clinic. They've never heard of the term. It's not on any of the forms. And it's very hard to explain the term drink drinking to an American doctor without using phrases like, you know what I mean, doc, when you want to do a bit of damage. I feel tears welling up from down deep inside like my heart's got a big break. And a stab alone and it's sharp and painful that I may never shake. Might think that I'm taking heart since you broke me off with a call. You might wait till that I'll hide in sorrow when I'm under a down and ball. Now the race is on and here comes pride at the backstage. Heartaches going to the inside. My tears are holding back, trying not to fall. My heart's out of the running, too low to scratch for another sake. The race is on and it looks like heartaches. Welcome to the only podcast that matters, your League of Futility. This is our super bonus extravaganza Thanksgiving special. We're going to be off for the next few weeks, so we have a lot to talk about tonight. Do we not, David Lee? We do. I'm just disappointed. I thought the the last... uh hour and a half of baseball was going to make it into the podcast, but I guess not. I guess that's best for our uh, listenership here. Well, uh, uh, I want to introduce Dennis, but before I do that, we, I don't know if you remember this, like a month ago, uh, three weeks ago, you and I recorded a 50 minute Astros podcast (laughs) after, after game five that we were just going to put up privately for uh, John and Dennis who are baseball fans. And when I listened to it the next day, I was like, this is drivel. This is just horse shit and deleted all that. Dennis, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to be here home of the uh, world champion Houston Astros. Indeed. Congratulations, Dennis. I appreciate that. I didn't do anything uh, except contribute money, uh, but uh, glad to see the boys brought it home this year. We, we don't do video, Dave, but... We're looking at a smorgasbord of Astros merch behind us and on and on Dennis. Uh, he's got a Jeremy Pena jersey. He's got one of those nasty cum towels to hand out at the games. El Tuve in gold. He's got a world. He's holding it to the camera. World Series 2022 cap. I have no doubt if Dennis wouldn't have uh, threatened to turn the telecast off four different times during those games that they would not have won. Right. It's uh I give you a little bit of credit, Dennis. They heard you. I only turned it off during the Seattle game one, and then I returned to see uh, Jordan win it. 
And then I turned it off on that game two debacle. Uh, that was it. Other than that, I was glued well, to How it. many times did you threaten to turn it off is the question. Oh, countless. I, I, I don't think it's countless times. And I have to say, I texted you privately and said, stick with your team. Don't be that way. You came back. You came back. I mean, if you could be down 0-3 in the ninth inning with two outs and come back. Oh, Jesus. I was wondering if you were just being nice there, if you were going somewhere. Here we fucking go. All right. So, Dave, let's get into the football. Um, is there a podcast jinx? I feel like we can go back from the very beginning of the season. And any player that we highlight and say something is great about them, they get injured. The most recent example was Zach Ertz. Last week, remember, we broke down his week by week. We said that uh, that the Teds should be playing uh, Ertz over Higby, and Higby's now gone for the season. Is there a jinx? Uh, Ertz is now gone for the season, right? He is, ACL. Yeah, yeah, not Higby. Oh, well, sorry if I said Higby. I meant Ertz is out for the season. I think Higby was the one that I said he should still start. So I don't know. Am I the right person? No, you did not say that. You said Ertz should start. That's <laughs> bullshit. That is not what you said. I think there's – Dennis, I think there's a jinx with the podcast. That one guy that you had for the Detroit, uh, Jamal – Jamal Williams. Yeah. We were talking about how he is the guy, and then he blows out his knee the next week. Although I that's think – that's. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. Oh, so Jamal man. Williams has been healthy all year. He is the TD scavenger. I, he totally negates uh, DeAndre Swift. I do have the best of those two running backs. But the jinx is real, especially when it comes to me and my fucking teams, because you jinxed me on Jamal Williams. You jinxed me on Cooper Cup. You motherfuckers are trying to jinx me on goddamn Mark Andrews. But yes, the jinx is real. Well, there's a lot to get into about last week. So let's let's dig in. Before we get into the game-specific side of things, uh, there was a big trade this week. Dave and Johnny Boy, Lincoln County Warlords, had a trade, and it was such a snooker by Dave. Dave, is this true or not true? You basically traded away every guy who's on a buy in week 14 to John. And he probably has no idea to this minute that that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, two out of the three running by in, in the first week of the playoffs. That's right. Do you think John knew that? Did you tell him that when you guys were discussing the trade? Much like when you sell a home, you only have to disclose certain things. I did not bring that up, but if he had done his due diligence, he would have seen it. But as Johnny has said, he's playing for the future, and he believes that Josh Fields is the future. I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I feel like I got a pretty good end of the deal. The kid scored 90 points in two weeks. Uh, yeah, he he has been my leader for the last three weeks. I think that he will regress to the mean slightly. I think that he will score between 20 and 25 points a week, but I don't see 40s every – he scores 40 every single week. He's the greatest fantasy player in the history of the world. Yeah. But Dennis, you look at – Dave's looking at – how the end of the year goes. Plus he gets Herbert as a keeper, which I think is going to be super valuable next year. He says he's taken two wide receivers as keeper, but he can still trade his keeper. There's all sorts here's, of here's the thing, right? Like That's right. That, that's right. So in, in just for anybody who's listening, right. You got Justin Herbert, you got CD lamb, Chris Olave, Mike Williams, Michael Carter, Rasheed White. Jalen Warren, anyone who wants any of those fabulous keepers, there's still six more days to the trade deadline. Come see me. 11.25. 11.25 is the trade deadline cutoff. That's right. But there is also um, trading people for draft picks next year, uh, pre-keeper uh, cutoff. So you can still do that. That's a possibility. Is that a new rule? No, that's built into ESPN. It's always been that way. Can we outline that real quick, Rules Commissioner, just so that we uh, we have that fully out there? What was the question again? The, the, trading, of, the trading of what? So I believe like Dave's got, uh, let's say he comes in with guys that he's got four players that everyone would say would be a keeper. He can trade one of those players for a draft pick before we decide who our keepers are before the keeper deadline. True. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what I thought. Chairman of the Rules Committee said, David, it's true. But let's just explain how it works, right? I would have to, to trade that player in a draft pick for another draft pick. You have to have equal draft picks. Yeah. After right. the eighth round. Let's get into the games last week. Uh, let's talk about Huddle Hussey back, back on track. 108 to 82 against Johnny Boy's Lincoln County Orlords. Uh, pretty surprising for Kristen because she had tons of buys last week. She had Burrow, Stevenson, Boyd, McPherson, and of course, uh, Chase and Hall are, uh, I think Hall's gone for the year. I don't even know why that's on her uh, IR, but she would not expect to win last week with all those buys, but really buried John. John's team. Well, the, the both of the teams didn't do well, but there's one thing that, that flipped this entire script, and that's two players, Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown. If you flip those two players, John wins. And those two players have been flipped the vast majority of the year. I don't know if you watched the game at all, but at the beginning of the game, A.J. Brown tweaked his hamstring. He played the end of the game, but they never gave him the ball again. And Devontae Smith all of a sudden became the guy catching every pass. If you take that one and flip it over to Smith, take the 13 and flip it over to Brown, it moves. But, yeah, it's – and John's only even in the contention because of a pretty smooth pickup of Komet. He scored 23 without him. He'd be in real trouble. Uh, he, he, he scored 82 with Komet getting 23. Jesus Christ. That was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, but that's, not, the, that's the second week in a row. Komet's had 20 plus. I remember John sending out the text, though. Oh, this week I got the Hussies. You remember that? He's like, he was so yeah. looking forward to it. Thought it was an easy win. Not there's, there's, there's no easy wins in this, in this league. You're exactly right. Not to the full league, but to a select few. He was like, well, I got this week. He's going to lose out the next three games, by the way. There, there is simply no question about that. Um, Dave, in, unless you can disagree with me and say, yeah, no, you're exactly right. Um, this, what you're telling me right now, sounds like any single one of these games even sounds supremely winnable. Please let me know. Here's the next three games for. So this week he's got cold play. He's going to lose the cold play. Tailgaters. Yeah, that's a, that's a big loss. That could be a hundred point loss there. Well, it's, I, I think he's going to lose, but again, I think the X factor is fields fields has an easy game against Atlanta. All right. Yeah. He's going to lose the cold play. And then the next week he's got the X-Men X, Dave. You think he's going to beat you in week 12? Well, I would hope not. I've had my team, his team, and my team, and then his team again. So, Right. And you're resurgent. So I'd say it's, not. That's and the cold bingo bowl. In week 13, he's got some needs, some TDs. So that's not, a loss. Yeah, I don't it's see him winning here. any games. He might still get to the playoffs. Uh, we could talk about the scenario. To get the only other real option is for Joe B to win out, which might be tough for him because I, I think mean, the, the last the two of his last three games are the top two teams. So, correct. Listen, if you if you win, you earned it. Uh, if not, get the fuck out. This was a big win for Kristen, though. If, if she didn't win this game, she was going to fall two behind me and the last yeah. the people were at the, at the very end of making the playoffs. Five Staying and five. One is a big deal. This yeah. made the league a whole lot more interesting for the next three weeks. Five and five, she's still alive. You know who else she didn't have off that she usually plays is that Najoku was out for injury. Yeah, that's so really she had nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I already said I thought this was a playoff team. And, and somehow a freaking A-Bear, as Joe calls him, Herbert cannot put up points. He's so good. It's crazy. I wish I had him as a keeper, Dave. And she's in a good spot, right? Burning through what four by players and pulling out the win. That's that's a good spot. Danny Dimes, Danny how Dimes. Have, how, well, hold on a minute. God damn it, you said it before I could ask Michael. How have we made it this far without the little helmet floating somewhere on the screen? <laughs> it's not within reach. But look, yeah. uh, Dimes under Dayball, Dimes, he just lets him do what he can do. He's not asking him to be a full fledged. NFL quarterback. He can run. 
He can make short passes. Occasionally, he finds a receiver in the end zone. That's all he's looking for. Just don't lose the game, right? Just don't lose the game, Baker right. Mayfield. We're looking for if you get 175 yards through the air, it's amazing for dimes. We love it. Are you yeah. kidding? We love it. That's that's all you're looking for. All right. So the huddle hussy, uh, her final three games, she's on the bubble. She's got you this week, Dave. So that'll be super interesting. That's, that's a, a big game. That's a big game. And then she's got Anthony. And that's then. A loss. And then she's got you last game, Dennis. So that's a loss. Yeah, yeah she's she's won three last three games. So. Uh, no, she'll she'll yeah she she'll win one of the three. I, she's got a chance against me this week, right? It's so I'm yeah. with you. It's, Herbert, it will be this Herbert's schedule going forward is Kansas City, Arizona, Las Vegas, Miami. That's why I liked him. But if Williams and Allen or one of the two aren't back this week, he still has no one to fucking throw to. So. So, in That's the interest of everything that transpired, don't you need to change your name to like X Men Warlords or Johnny's to go Lincoln County X Men? Well, I got pieces of Michael's team in there. I got pieces of Mike V's team in there. Look, when all you were making fun of me weeks one through four, Danny's mind was spent. Back. You I was fought figuring, back. I was I, figuring out how to who to pick up, who to trade right. with. I wasn't going to end this season and go to next year like Michael did. I'm not going to throw it in. I'm seriously impressed in, in the comeback that you made, right? Because you were in the hole down there with Bishop Sankey. Uh, really, I mean, like just, three or four weeks ago, he was. Just and huffing for air. Just huffing for air. You fight back. You get through all this adversity. You come back, get a winning fucking record. And then you you traded, you traded the guy that was getting you 40 fucking points a week. You've been scoring 150 fucking points the last three fucking weeks, four weeks. And it's all attributable to him. So we'll see what happens to you going forward. Dennis, this this is going to be a math lesson for you. It's called return to the mean. <laughs> Fields is not going to score 45 points a week. If he does, more power to Johnny. And he now has the greatest fantasy football player in the history of fantasy football. Yeah. I basically traded two of his keepers for waiver wire pickups in Claypool <laughs> and Fields, who were playing great, and yeah. Jonathan Taylor, who I did not want to give up. Oh, Claypool is a, is dog shit. Well, we, we've got to see. It's, it's his first week in Chicago, and plus now Johnny has the hookup between the quarterback and the receiver. He can't get separation. He's a gold domer, but he can't get separation. Yeah. That would be interesting. Last week, you had 150 points against one of my favorite teams for a long time that is growing in great disfavor, uh, Timberwolf Teds. The Teds, there wasn't much they could do, but God damn it, again with Tony motherfucking Pollard on the bench. If you must carry a cowboy, and here's the other thing, it wasn't even a load share thing with Zeke. Zeke didn't play, so it was 1 million percent Pollard. He knew he wasn't playing. Zeke hasn't played for two fucking weeks. Well, somehow, so and, and Dave, before you tell me he hasn't looked at his lineup, he hasn't moved anything, he actually moved Ertz into the lineup versus Higby. Higby had 15, Ertz ended up with two because he oh, blew I, I think he's Yo. moved his lineup every week. He, he moved his he has Pollard in the lineup this week. He should have last week. But did you also see who had a great game last night? Robert Woods. I actually uh, did not watch that game. Nor do I know who Elbert Woods is. Who the fuck is Robert Elbert Woods? Who, who was oh, on the Robert Woods? What did he do last night? He had a monster twelve points. Okay, that's pretty good, I guess, for that. Yeah. So, uh, Ted. so, he, had, he, he, so he Ted gets Ted. The, he had a bug, right? Judy got injured in basically the first play from possession. Henry had a down week, but look, my team's been good. Justin Fields went for forty-two more. Taylor came out and went for 23. McCaffrey's a disappointment at 16. CeeDee Lamb finally became 38. And the rest of the team was meh. And then the guys that blew up, I should have started Connor. And I guess that's why they dropped, you know, Benjamin, which made me feel even better about keeping Connor. He's a Texan now. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like the guy comes back and plays one week and you drop your backup running back? I don't know. But uh, between that and White now basically taking 60% of the carries from Fournette, I'm I'm loving my team. I don't even understand how you're doing it because you had Pitts with four, Najee Harris 
Justin not, Fields and CD Lamb. We we talk about yeah. it every week. You have to have players with blow up potential. Whoa. And listen, Jeff Saturday yeah. going back to the Colts. Jeff sure. Saturday, who's an O lineman, <laughs> love he's to see how to create holes for Jonathan Taylor. And here's the thing on Pitts, and this is why I and a lot of people, he still had eight targets last week. Yeah, at some targets. point, at some point, Marcus Mariota is going to throw a ball with his left hand, maybe, and fucking in the vicinity where he's going to be able to catch it. Eight targets is a lot for a tight end. Oh, it's a ton. The Tats had 47 points between seven players. You're you're not going to win that way. He made a great pickup at Tua. So, I mean, it's... Right, but Tony Pollard every week. There's just no question, right? We've said this on the podcast, at least five different podcasts. Every week, Tony Pollard, no matter what. I think he's doing it on purpose. I think he's doing it on purpose. So, Dave, it does look like you're playoff bound. You're scheduled the rest of the way. We just talked about you're playing Huddle Hussey this week. And then you've got Lincoln County Warlords and then Coldplay. I need, so, I need two I need two wins. Yeah, you do. You do. And it's probably there. It's probably there. Yeah. All and right. then to your point, why I made some of the trades, even what would I have pushed for the trades if it was different? Probably not. But the matchups in the first – I am not going to fight this hard to make the playoffs and then have literally half of my team was on a bye prior to those trades. You've done a phenomenal job, Dave. Yep. I'm very impressed. It is, is uh, your manager of the year so far. Oh yeah. He's unanimous. Oh, no. we should start having that. That's a great idea. That's why you're the chairman of the rules committee. God damn it. I would never have thought of that. Can Dave, can you reach out to the vice commissioner and see if she'll check with the commissioner to see if we can put aside like, I don't know, 50 bucks out of the total kitty for the manager of the year in the future? I will send a Raven out this evening. Mid-season right. awards. Mid-season awards? I don't know. Oh, no. It's regular season. You vote oh. before the playoffs start, oh, just okay. like Major Leagues does, Major League Baseball. Yeah. I, I'm right, glad I came up uh, with a good idea. That's good. Uh, future guest that we talked about, Mike V is coming on, and we have been talking over and over and over again. Uh, this team seems like it's in decline, and Dave, I think we moved to a new level of decline with this team. Well, it's here's the thing: like as you get to the end of the season, you expect people maybe to not check their lineups, but Mike V's in this. And Kyler Murray was called out of that game relatively early. Okay, and I didn't, I didn't say this. Sorry, he didn't uh, even start. Or, Kyler Murray didn't the, even start. The bond feeders Sankey's eighty four against the V for vagina sixty two. So sorry, continue. You got two players with zeros. <laughs> that's what you were up against this week, Michael. In two key positions, right? The quarterback and the and the running back. What? It's that uh, that that's that's something that you can't overcome. I'd be interested to see how many times scoring 84 points, sub 90, let's call it nine below 90 points and actually win in this league. That's not easy to do. I've lost to people this year that had 84 points. So for the Sankeys, it's not terrible. Let me just say a few things about my team, if you don't mind. Okay. So I said, so interested. Yeah. No, I said on the podcast last week, I said on the podcast that the music behind this is this the Al Michael Sports Machine? It's from baseball. I said Kyler was not going to play. You said he would. I said he wouldn't. And I was right. Mike V must have listened to you or didn't look at the updates. Kyler did not play. The Sankeys. Aaron Rodgers put up 24 last night, 23, 2. Oh, the other big players, Portland Sutton with 12, DK Metcalf with 13, and D Hop, my keeper, with 19. Hey, Mike V, I've got seven keepers, and I will trade three of them for Tyreek Hill. Let me know. Well, you know. Hey, here's what you do have going, here's what you do have going for you going forward, though, is uh, David Montgomery is the unquestioned back in Chicago with uh, 
Herbert now going on the IR for at least the next four you weeks. You did not know that. Is that right? That's right. Because I took him out of the lineup for this week and put in. Oh, you best put him back in because Herbert. Put him back in over Pacheco for sure. You yeah, best okay. put him back in. Learning some lineup advice on here. Okay. Didn't Hines? Didn't Hines go to Chicago? Naeem Hines. Naeem Hines went to, to Buffalo. 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 That ends with an O. I was close. Chicago doesn't trade four players. They trade away players. When is your, jo, Joe Garagiola going to join the podcast? That's what I want to know. Well, Dennis, I'd, I'd like to talk about your uh, great outcome. You won last week, 111 to 107. But before we get into that and how the Supreme Leader Fry has now lost five games in a row, but I still think he's going to make the playoffs. But, Dennis, what in the living fuck happened you made such a huge error that could hurt your team for the next four years. You decided, genius, everybody wanted him. You picked up Kristen Watson on the waivers. Genius move. And I, I've stared at this, and I still don't know what happened. So what happened? You dropped – first, I have to go backwards and go, wait, when did he drop Cup? He dropped Cup that he claimed him on papers and dropped Kristen Watson after he had 30 last week, 20 last night. Dave, so, what the fuck is happening? No, hold on, Dave. Dave, I need – then you can respond. I need the voice of sobriety and reality. What in the fuck just happened? Number one, Coppice was and is an IR. So he should have been put on his IR spot. If he wasn't available for IR when we were doing the waiver picks, he did the right thing to drop him and pick someone up. Cup is four weeks minimum to come back. If he comes back to a team that is not going to be playing for anything, you are cray cray to drop Watson. It's I, I it was, was, it was was no, let's let's Dennis, please explain the thinking through this whole thing because you had the hottest commodity on waiver yeah. wires over the last three weeks. And I mean, he only has five touchdowns in the last two weeks now. Yeah, only yeah. five. No. Only 50 so, points the last two weeks. Go ahead. So let me explain myself. Um, so I've got an issue when it comes to week 14. I've got an issue when it comes to week 14 because the Packers are on a fucking bye. Uh, so I picked him up. And then I'm thinking, oh shit, I dropped Cup, and then I see that he may be able to come back. But then I'm not thinking it through. I mean, how well is he going to come back if he does come back? The Rams are going to be out of it. They probably won't even play him. They'll sit him. And I made a, a boneheaded move. You know, I didn't want to drop fucking Rondale Moore. I had to drop fucking Watson. So, uh, you know, live and die. Live and die. But you also have Van Jefferson. Yeah, who is uh, going to pick up a lot of the fucking targets, the majority of the targets, obviously, since Cup is now out. Yeah, that's true. That's not totally going to catch the ball from Daryl Henderson. So, but, but let's, talk, let's talk about last week, though, because I'm going to be honest. I'd listened to the podcast Sunday morning. Uh -oh. And if it wasn't for listening to the podcast, I may have left Aaron Jones on the bench because he was he was questionable. He was iffy. And I hate those fucking Sunday morning games. I, there's something about him I don't like. It's it's like I a, love them. I love them. So, if it wasn't for listening to the podcast and and then going, uh, well, he's he might fucking leave Aaron Jones on the bench. So that I made the move, put Aaron Jones in, and then I had the choice between do I want to? So I had Commanders. Do I play McLaughlin or do I go with uh, the running back? And I made the right choice and put in uh, Terry McLaurin. And it was McLaurin versus Jalen Hurts. And uh, pulled that one out to move uh, Supreme Freilier to five losses in a row. We call him scoring McLaurin. Yeah, that's the thing I don't understand. When I look at Jay Fry's roster, I go, and Jalen Hurts, who put up 25, uh, playoff Lenny only put up 10, which is actually good for him this year. Pierce 11. St. Brown got 21. He got uh, 12 out of Ayuk uh, and 20 out of Kelsey. That looks, oh, there's a zero. Oh, Alec yeah. Pierce. That. Jay Fry loses for playing the white guy from Cincinnati. Uh, oh, zero. Oh, Jay. He could have played Scanling with 15. <laughs> he could have played uh, Marshall with five. <laughs> 
He could I have picked up Disley for a tight end and at least squeaked out, what, four or five points out of that piece of trash. Marquise Ball, uh, Valdez Scalding with 15. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, Jay Fry has lost five in a row, five in a row, and he's going to make the playoffs. Uh, who wants to bet me he does not make the playoffs? Honestly, he's going to make the playoffs. Let's let's look at his schedule. What's his next three? Do you want that? Do you want that action if you don't like how it sounds or what? Yeah, no, we, we yeah, should look at it because I think where you're going, Michael, is that the position that he would take in the playoffs is either mine or Kristen's or John's, right? Because we're really the only ones that are left in the mix. Correct. So here's his final three. And tell me you don't like his odds for the playoffs. V for vagina, which is now a toilet bowl team officially. Unless he beats him this week and then he's right back in it. No, he's out. No, no. That team's terrible. They They lost to me last week. They're terrible. He didn't start two players. He had two zeros. All right. He's got V for vagina. He's got nasty habits. Joe can go for 160. He can also go for 90. I was going to say 60, over 160 or 60. Yeah, it's it's that kind of team. So, and then his last game, maybe to make the playoffs, is against ye Bishop Sankey, Bishop Sankey. He's going to win two of the three. He's going to win two of the three. V is for vagina, nasty habits, and Bishop Sankey. He might win all three, but he's going to win two out of three. And if he doesn't, like I said, early season, he had a very low point total points against. And you said, oh, what's what's that matter? I said, it's a, it's a major key indicator, right? Dennis, yeah. you remember this. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it matters. <laughs> it matters for the play. It's, it's not a key it works indicator. Out because it's called math. And over the length of math. No, 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 that's not math. Listen, if, if you it's had a math. stretch where you had it's to play tailgaters, you had to play uh, need some TDs, you had to play nasty habits. I mean, here recently, I mean, there you can get to a stretch where you've got to score 140 to win. That there's those top two teams, they're juggernauts. So, but so I'm, I'm I just want to be honest real quick. I'm completely fucking deflated. You know, I'm going to make the playoffs, but I'm going to walk into fucking week 14, and I'm going to have my starting running back. And fucking tight end and a fucking wide receiver all on fucking buys. I'm I'm gonna be totally fucking. I have run my algorithm 50 times and I will do anything I can to play you. I might sit my entire team the last week of the regular season just to be the team that plays you. I'd enjoy that. I feel like Dave needs to come back and fucking club a lot of people's heads to remind them that he's really good at this kind of shit because. You've been terrible for several years now, Dave. But he's not only been making trades based upon this week, he's looking at week 14, 15, and 16. Because he sent me screenshots. He goes, well, look at all the buys here. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think Joe B said this last week, and I'm now on board with it. I think Dave's going to win the championship this year. I thought David would win the championship having Justin Fields. I know he's not going to score 40 fucking points every game, but that motherfucker is going to average 30, 27 fucking points a game. And I think Dave lost his chance at fucking just walk, waltzing through there by losing that player. Dennis, you've got a, a great final three games. You've got Detroit House a half, toilet bowl team with me. And then you've got Timberwolf Ted, toilet bowl team. It, unless he plays Pollard, and uh, only if he plays Pollard. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's over. And plus, who knows? It's the holidays. He's not going to be paying attention to anything. He's going to be drinking his. And it's, it's been however many weeks. He still doesn't realize there's IR spots that his guy's been in IR for fucking ten weeks. It's no All right, and then the uh, the last game is against the Huddle Hussies, which who knows? Joe Burrow, if if the Bengals are good and. When is uh, Chase supposed to be back? Will he be back by then? Dave? Anyway, I like my chances, but you know, it's week fourteen is not going to be fun, and we really need to look into this shit going into next year. Now that we have seventeen weeks of football, when is the cutoff? Do we go into the playoffs in the eleventh week and the twelfth week? So, so let's just be crystal weeks. clear for the ninth consecutive week or however long. Yeah, please. This is my fault. We already agreed to this oh. rule. I'm going to edit this out. I edited out of last week's podcast. Oh, Jesus. Edit out of this That's podcast. what he's asking about. That's what he's asking about. What are you talking about? 
Why are you editing what? Go ahead, Dave. I'll leave it in this week. You well, edited it out last no, week. No, no, you, factor. no. Where, where did you think I was going? That you did not tell people that we have to change. We have to go 14 weeks, regular season, that whole thing. I bet I said it in 20 podcasts over the last two years. I just didn't do it before I switched over to JFI. Right. But the fact that you didn't do it and you're taking blame for it, it's now four podcasts in a row. You've said this. Well, then why doesn't he and know? I, I took we, have our one, we have our one listener, <laughs> Dennis. No, that's not true. I get the stats. And by the way, but Dennis is our super fan because there's a couple podcasts from like early season that are like 38, listen, 38 downloads. I think if you don't, if you listen to it and then you don't listen for like three days and it re-downloads or something, but there's a couple that are like huge numbers for us. We're in the twenties. We're in the third four and four. I'm not on this I'm shitty. Podcast. I feel bad about this year because I feel like I set Jay Fry up to lose from the start. But we that was a rule that was agreed to last year that I fucked up last year that was we had <sighs> intentionally fixed and I I'm didn't edit this out again. You you've I, said this the last three or four or five weeks. You fucking row. brought it up, not me. No, he didn't. You did, Dennis. Yeah, we need to look into that next year because I'm not playing fucking 14. This is fucking bullshit. We need to go to the playoffs sooner. Honestly, we're... No, we need to go to the playoffs later. That's Dave. Sooner. Right. And why are you taking the hit for it, Dave? You're the treasurer. You're not the chairman of the rules committee. He should be forming subcommittees to talk about this kind of stuff. It's so important. Okay, let's play this. I like that. So it's previously, before, before the NFL went to a 17-game season, 17 weeks, which is hey, like 19 weeks now, it's fucking buys. 18 weeks, right? 18 weeks. Hang on, hang on a second. We would, the 14th week would probably be our championship. 14th, 15th week would have been a championship. We always, we always left the last two weeks of the year open because the last two weeks made yeah, it. You, but, now we're leaving the last, but now we're leaving the last three weeks open. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're starting to sit people, but it's different. It's a different dynamic with the 17 game season. No, no, nobody's sitting three weeks out. They're very rarely there's anyone. Well, I know that, but it's, it's the fucking bye weeks. That I'm going to talk to Goodell on Monday. I'm going to get that bastard on the phone. I'm going to tell him this is bullshit. He's got to get these bye weeks done earlier in the season. Well, we've learned something new tonight, which was it's not you that failed us, Dave. It's Dennis. Yeah, we've already established that. All right, just saying. Moving on to the All next right, game. Let's move on to the next game. Coldplay. Congratulations again to Coldplay. 155 to 97 uh, to Nasty Habits. Uh, Mahomes goes for 38. Despite Kamara not doing much, my boy, Saquon Barkley, soon to be a long-term deal with the New York Football Giants, 22 35 for Jefferson in a drunk game. Godwin had 19. Well, Did you catch that by Jefferson? Everyone saw it. It's been all over the place. Uh, yeah. Walker, yeah. a third from Michigan State University. We're still waiting for the sexual. Hey, where did he transfer from? What? Where did he transfer from? Oklahoma State. Wake Forest, no, 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 no. Deacons. Wake Forest, Demon Deacons to Michigan State. I would I would have to say that that catch by Justin Jefferson eclipses the wow. Odell Beckham catch. Nope, 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 nope. Not even close. Because you know it's better. Because you know it's a better catch than Odell's catch with the Giants. Or uh, Jefferson's catch is David Tyree helmet catch from the slow adult. The greatest catch ever. In NFL history, New York football giants against Patriots. We win. Thank you. Twice, two Super Bowls. All you afraid of the Patriots, other than Boston fans against Philadelphia fans or fans that you're talking about that are New York football giant fans. New York football giants against the Patriots and or Philadelphia against the Patriots. Have y'all seen the avatar for drunken tailgaters? No, what Timmy, is it? Timmy uh, hiking the ball? 
Yeah, I think it's kind of like suggestive. And then Nasty Habits has like the singers, the backup singers for Molly Crew. So it's like both of these teams have chick fucking avatars. Now, the one you have to look at that's really gross. <laughs> I was looking at this the other day. Thank you for bringing this up. Because I don't think anyone has noticed this. I might have had an edible midweek just to, you know, <laughs> cool things out a little bit. The V for vagina avatar is the one that you have to look at. Like, what in the living fuck? I think it's Vince's. It's like a dude holding this huge, like, Trump. If Trump was in Britain, that it's would a, be a yeah, flag. It's a football player carrying a uh, British flag. Yeah, oh, it's a it's a British flag and then some. Like it's is it JJ? Is it JJ Watt? It is not JJ Watt, but it is a British flag, like a mofo. Mike V, not changing uh, anything. Anyway, he he's going to come on the podcast. Dave, add this to the uh, questions that we're going to have for him. Yeah, we we need to get that uh, that lineup changed for sure. It's uh, make everything fair and square. Do you have comments about this game? I, I honestly don't because I never want to talk about Coldplay. He's got a good team. Like he's got blow up potential on multiple people. Mahomes, Kamara, Barkley, Jefferson, Godwin, Walker. Kamara hasn't done shit all year long. Fuck Kamara. But he's got Jefferson. He's got Mahomes. He's got Ken Walker. He's got Barkley. Saquon. What, I mean, 23, 17, 16, 42. Yeah, it's crazy. 155 points. I mean, he's a powerhouse. That was Kamara, by the way. That Kamara has six fucking points, bro. Right, but he had 42 two weeks before. Yeah, people, and then and then what else? Look at all the other single digits. People with, it was 17, 16, 24, 32. Oh, we're PPR. And then you have you have Walker, who this is since he since he became the starter, 14, 18, 28, 12, 27, 12. 6, 0, 7, 0, 23, 17, 16, 42, 9, 6. Yep. Uh, but the thing that, uh, maybe we should make this a, a video cast next year because there's moments like this that the whole audience misses would all of this Astros gear behind you like crazy, but you're you have you're wearing an old timey Def Leppard t-shirt. Yeah, no hysteria, bitch. Hysteria of ages, you know, the guy with the, the drummer that lost an arm. This is hysteria, yeah. Exactly. Hey, uh Dennis, did you see this thing? I know Dave did. So the World Cup starts. How are we supposed to pronounce it? Yeah, they banned it? beer at the World Cup. How are we supposed to pronounce it? Cutter? Uh, Qatar. I think it's Cutter. I think they want you to say Cutter. I don't even give a fuck. Whatever it is. But Budweiser. Watch the documentary on how they got the World Cup. That's what everyone wants you to they do. They banned oh, fucking beer at the World Cup. And there's three million fucking cases. Right. Budweiser, which I'm holding one right here. Bud Heavy. Spent $75 million and now a week before the start of the World Cup decided to say you can't buy beer at the World Cup. It's real. Oh, yeah, it's real. I haven't oh, read this. It's real, yeah. Yeah, it's not. So so they paid for a sponsorship, got their beer to the venue, and now they're not going to serve it? Yeah. Correct. Because of the, uh, what's the name? Uh, Quran. The Quran. And the yeah. other thing, and look, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hasn't the the Quran and the other thing been around for thousands of years? What happened? Thousands, last week? like a thousand, like a thousand, a thousand. Okay, so what happened yeah. in the last week? Well, they, they want, um, in the opening ceremonies. They're going to read some something from the Quran. It's John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Um, but yeah, that, that's, like, like those kind of things happen at sporting events all the time. What does that have to do with your? I don't business, know. They, they said partner? no, no alcohol this, sales. This has been a known thing for like eight, eight years. Don't they choose the the venue eight years in advance? Part of the new world order bullshit. Were you Unitarian? No, I was uh, charismatic. 
You're just going to cut all this out. You know you're going to cut all this out. Charismatic. No, I'm not cutting any of this out. Charismatic is true story. True story. My mom used to have bins of fucking tapes, of cassette tapes of ministers, right? I I was at, uh, what's that, the big church over here, Wood Lake, what is it? Uh, Lakewood, sorry, Wood Lake. Lakewood, right, that moved into the summit. I saw his father at the small church. Joe Holstein? on the yeah, yeah, John Joel Osteen. I saw John, Joel Osteen Senior, and so my mom had these all these bins of cassette tapes. And I should you not, I went in there one day. I would go through the tapes and listen and see what who was on them. She had a tape from Jim Fucking Jones. I shit you not. Oh, that will sell for a lot of money on eBay. You still have it? No, I bet she does. And you know, somewhere. But fucking Jim Jones is like, I want to listen to that. See if I get fucking inspired to drink some. Oh, listen to it. Let's, let's sell that shit. That'll go for big money. Come on down. Just come on down. Drink the Kool-Aid. We have limited time. Please come on down. And I just want to say Anthony has done a, a great job. I don't know. Oh, no, you're right. We haven't talked to Anthony's smoking. team. Oh, no, we haven't talked to Anthony's team. He's right. Yeah. Anthony has killed it this year. I, You know, oh. Great right. job. Anthony, 121 against 103. Have sits on his porch and chugs beers. No, I, I feel like he's always with us. I know. It's he, weird. he was yeah. on the draft show. He was on the draft show. He was on the draft show, as was John, because John, remember, he was going to be on. A oh, John hasn't been on. I don't, I don't count John. John's never the app. He was so confused, John was. John had his chance. John. John's out. All right, so need some touchdowns. One twenty-one against the deathly terrible Detroit House of Half. One hundred three. I don't know what's happened over here. He's got Marcus Mariota. He should go do a couple. Uh, uh, honestly, to the Virgin Mary for getting twenty-one points out of this Mariota. Yeah, that's crazy. What? A mutt. He's a mutt. No, he's, he's terrible. He's terrible. Need some touchdowns on a down week for the Bills. Still, big win. Big win. Dave, what do you get to say about it? Scoring 121 with a zero from your running back position is pretty nice. <laughs> it's uh, I think that uh, Anthony, again, has a team that is made to win. You're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, great job, Anthony. Uh Whatever book you're reading, whatever hookup you got, it's working for you. So great job. And and he's the keepers that he's had, the vision that he's had. I don't know where he got it from, but here's the answer. Uh, so the final three for him is Timberwolf Ted, Huddle Hussy, and Lincoln County Warlords. He's going to win two up. of the three, if not three of the three, right? You know, you know. I think so. It's going to be. Uh, Anthony versus Coldplay in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Coldplay. You have no idea how much Brian loves that nickname. He wants to change his entire team name to Coldplay. Well, he should. He should change his name. And Joe should change his name. Uh, he's got Etienne, right? Well, yeah, he, said, he picked him up off waivers last year because someone yeah. dropped him after he got injured. Yeah. So That's when Al – that was the first – Actually, I think that was the first thing that made this league go into chaos was when Joe picked up him and uh, J.K. Dobbins. Joe should change his team name to Etienne That Ass. All right, Dennis, go to the head before we shut it down. Who do you think is going to win the championship this year? Oh, wait, hold, hold on. Time out. We haven't even gone through fucking the real week's games upcoming. Yeah. Okay. Right, you want to break that down? All right. That's the sign-off. That's the sign-off. Let's go to fucking week 11. Let's go to week 11. Let's go to week 11. All right. So let's talk about this week. Bishop Sankey's against Joe B's nasty habits. Early on, it's looking like Aaron Rodgers. Not terrible. Joe B needs this win. Joe B needs this win, Dave. He really does. I... Look, you had... (laughs) You had a very interesting night last night. 23 fronts by Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was terrible last night. But he did his, get his touchdowns. Well, he's not terrible for him, though. We've had yeah. weeks of 6, 7, 13. So, 23? If Devontae Adams plays. I woke up excited 
this morning. If, if Devontae Adams plays, he's going to be What is that, Peter Ubroth or John Ubroth? The frozen tundra is a maze that's hard. And no, that was Twib. That was they used to play Twib. So I would go down to uh, section two fifty six in Riverside, Riverfront Stadium, and they would do Twib every week. What happened last week in baseball? Here we go. The old NFL films from like nineteen seventy seven fucking back. The, the old wind is a pirate. Twib this week in baseball. He brought fucking Eric Fribbing into this shit, and he's he's a tactical genius. He's got a great fucking Ooh. team. Who? Framing. Framing is a tactical genius. I've seen him play fucking fantasy baseball. So y'all done fucked up. I think uh, Tailgaters is the champion of the league. Coldplay? Coldplay. Yeah, this is a tough week. It's uh... still foul. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, but uh, I'm going to go with Tailgaters to go to 9-2. and two. Yep, And John's going to fall to 6-5. and five, And that's going to put him on the cusp of not making the fucking playoffs. Hey, does anyone have any bets on who's making the playoffs and who's not? Bet on Garza math. I'm going to the fucking playoffs. There ain't no fucking way I'm not going. Huddle Hussey's making the playoffs. Five and five. She's five and five. Three more games to go. You're going to beat her this week. So. Uh, maybe. Maybe. It depends on if Williams plays. Olave. Oh, my parting shot is I hate the fucking playoff layout format. I'm um, so disappointed to go into week 14, but I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight for air. I'm making the playoffs. Uh, I'll see you there. Listen, anything could happen any given Sunday or Thursday or Sunday night or Sunday morning. Uh, I'm going to do the best I can. So I'll be in the playoffs. I'll see you there, Dave. Play players that are playing that week and aren't injured. Pollard. Tony Pollard. <laughs>